0: Thank you for tuning in to Trevor Talks Podcast, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. Today, we are going to talk with a wellness and leadership expert jennifer watson on some topics that i believe will bring extreme value to you in your everyday life jennifer has been featured on tedx nbc and she is the host of single soul purpose podcast and just an all-around amazing woman guys it's my extreme pleasure to introduce to you miss jennifer watson how are you doing today Oh, I'm doing
1: fabulous, Trevor. And I'm so honored to be here. I love connecting with epic people like yourself and just hopefully
0: bringing a lot of truth, love, and light to a lot of people. So thank you so much for having me. No, Thank you so much for coming on. And I'm just super excited to finally sit down and have a conversation. We've been following each other for a little bit, so it's like yes. we finally get to sit down, have a conversation. People get to listen to it. It's amazing. Nothing better, in my opinion, except for being like one-on-one. But with COVID, we can't really do that right, right. now. So you mentioned there's some Colorado fires going on where you're at. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit unique compared to what we're used to hearing. We're used to hearing, oh, my gosh, in New York, that's how COVID's been going. Blah, 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 right. blah. Like Colorado <laughs> fires. Tell me about that. I right. I, I knew nothing about it.
1: You know, it's interesting. I I live in a really amazing state. We don't have a lot of major natural disasters that compared to a lot of other areas of the country. It doesn't mean we don't have things, but we're really blessed to be here um, because we see a lot of things going on around the world, natural disasters, including California with fires. But we do get our share of fires around this time of year and thank the Lord Jesus we have not had any human lives taken of course there's been a lot of um, just life um, out there that has been taken just natural habitats and stuff like that but you know what I do believe that there's so many amazing firefighters and people really doing their best mm. to clear it out so our prayers really are with them they're doing just working day and night our weather has been a little bit crazy just with the smoke really in the air oh, sure. so ironically as a wellness you know practitioner I'm really encouraged people to stay inside, ironically, even though I'm really wanting to be outside, even with this COVID stuff. But with the fires, I am kind of encouraging people to hone it in as the firefighters are doing their best to get everything taken care of, minimize wildlife. Um, that is that is obviously being taken right now, but clear it out and hopefully move it forward. But we are so lucky human lives have not, you know, everything is good and there and intact mm. and it hasn't really burned down any major buildings. So you always have to look at several linings with stuff like that, right? And sure. people are binding together to make sure. We all stay safe, clear it as soon as we can, but that's where we're at. But Colorado, other than that, is just in a good space, I think. And we're excited for the end of the year. And there's a lot of great things to be happening the end of the year, no matter what has happened so far this year.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you've had a busy year. Can you kind of give us a little backstory on like what you do and how you got to this position? (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, when people ask me about my journey, I always, you know, kind of mark it off in every 10 years, but just like anyone this year has really shifted me individually and us as a collective human race and in things we have to look at differently. And I had different game plan of how I wanted my quote professional, life, the way I was going to impact and connect with people earlier this year, Mm. but now it has shifted a little bit and God has put on my heart, different things that I need to do to help support people in a different way. As we're in this new space, we just are, whether you want to, be there or not. And I really want to see people adapt and grow and get inspired as far as where I'm at this year. And I, you know, I personally believe side note, Trevor, this has been an amazing year for a lot of people. Yeah, And this is where a lot of wounds are are being opened up and expressed and can be healed if we're willing to be humble enough to allow that to happen and reach out to the right people to make it happen. And I've been really blessed to be a part of that experience, not only for myself, but to be there for others. And Mm. what I do, I really, my grasp roots come as a practitioner. I I have two separate or have had two separate integrative holistic practices where we do body work and nutrition and so many other things that delve into the physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental components of wellness. But what I've done in the last few years, and definitely now this year, is honed a lot of my coaching and speaking, which is where I'm at now as far as creating impact on wellness mm. and leadership. And wellness in particular, go figure, As we're going to be dialoguing about it a little bit later today, Trevor. Yeah. My wellness component is really honing in on the mental wellness, the mm. emotional wellness, and the spiritual wellness. And let's be honest, no matter how you have been... Affected by what's been going on this year, all of us have been triggered in our mental, emotional, and spiritual wellness in different ways. And I've been asked to rise up with my unique modalities, my unique background, my unique certifications to really help people in that. And I really find, even as a business owner, a lot of my leaders from um, a lot of different businesses, a lot of employers are asking me like, hey, we want to work on our team building and our numbers, but I actually need help with my, my staff on mental wellness. So wow. I'm actually going in more now on the wellness component, versus just the leadership component in businesses. And I've really, again, been honored to step up in that area because of my own journey in mental wellness. So people are really being triggered this year, but I think trigger is a good word. And it's allowing us to rise in adversity. And honestly, if you allow it and you draw on the right people, you can become a mental giant. Mm. an emotional giant, a spiritual giant that I believe God is calling all of us to be individually and collectively. So that is where my coaching, my speaking has been now kind of deviated toward this year is really honing in on the mental wellness component not only individually, but in businesses, because that is a big thing is we're stepping back into business, bringing people back physically into buildings or trying to figure out where people are at. So I'm really honored. I've been able to speak on a lot of different radio shows and TV shows and podcasts. And I'm honored, honored, honored to be asked because any information I can give to create wellness and mental wellness is going to be game-changing for those to go into the rest of 2020 and 2021 and live a life they really were meant to live because you can do it and you can actually do it this year
0: starting this year even with everything going on wow and wow i love that so yeah. much so you mentioned a little bit earlier your journey as a believer um mm-hmm. can you give us a little insight on what that means to you like what did your faith journey look like and how is it applicable to who you are today
1: no, absolutely, and you know, I I have a lot of people that connect with me and interact with me that are of not of my faith, but I'm very mm-hmm. forthright and honest about where a lot of my practice as a coach, as a physical therapist, as a speaker come from, in in really the core of who I am, the path I've taken, in where I'm taking my clients comes from my relationship with Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. that's what I what I look at as a believer. You know, in our country, we do this kind of typical like Christian, non-Christian. You know, yeah. and to me, me, being a believer is actually having that relationship and it's not dogging other people where they are at Mm -hmm. in their belief system. But as a a believer in Jesus Christ, as my personal Lord and savior, that's what believer means to me. I have an intimate relationship with him. I dialogue with him. He, you know, he's my best friend. He is my mentor. He's my guider. He um, is my helper, my supporter, you know, in every single way. And it's what guides me to everything I've done and including my own, own dark spaces, mm. um, Trevor, and I've had my dark spaces just as all of us have, you can't go through life without it. And it's really interesting because, you know, a lot of people think, well, if you're a believer, don't you believe he's going to make your life perfect? I'm like, no, he's going to direct my path, but he's mm. not going to make it straight, honey. Yeah. And in part of our journey is to really de- dig in deep and find out truly who we are, uh, what I will say in Christ. Mm when we're thrown against a wall. And I, that's why I think this is a beautiful time because all of us are being thrown against the wall, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think God, you know, as a believer, I do believe that he is wanting us to wake up. And I don't think that it's a subtle, we're, you know, just kind of accolade here that he's giving to us. He really wants to wake up and have a, I call it the come to Jesus moment, Yeah. you know, in, in where are we at As Trevor, as far as my journey, you know, I've, like I said, I've had a lot of amazing blessings in my life and just the way that I've been able to connect with people. I'm honored to create impact in whatever way I can, but I've had a lot of darkness too. And I, interestingly enough, the reason why I delved down the road of The whole encompassing parts of wellness—mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical—is my struggle in wellness was truly in mental wellness. You know, I suffered from pretty severe, exhausting, debilitating, um, severe depression from a very young age, Mm -hmm. and. Go figure. I'm the, the stereotype of she looked like she had it all on the mm. front. You know, I was a high level athlete. I was a all American in college. I got into PT school. I had quote friends. I had my own new business starting. You know, I, I, sure. you know, I had all these successes. In the meantime, I'm sipping soup through a straw on the floor, mm. drinking vodka pretty you know, packing in pretty well, yeah. Trevor. And, and it was a huge dark spy. And this is back in the day too, where mental wellness was still kind of a stigma. You sure. know, when you would say you were struggling, people didn't know where to go with it. It's not like a broken arm. Like, Hey, I have a broken arm or I have cancer. It's like, Oh, how can I help you? When you say mm-hmm. I'm really struggling, I have suicidal ideation. And I people just had paused and and it it made you pull in more and feel ashamed. And so my process took some time before I had, quote, the courage, so to speak, to really reach out, figure it out from diet, exercise, meditation, prayer. And I remember crying out and I really did have a pivotal moment in my life where I'm like, God, this is do or die. I mean, Mm -hmm. really, I'm like, I can't live like this anymore. I was literally planning you know, my life kind of ending around taxis, and so it'd be less paperwork for my family. Oh, and I'm not wow. kidding you. Like that's a messed up brain. Just everyone yeah. that's listening to me. but you know what? I'm here on the other side and I've healed my brain in mm. what it was. And I prayed, God didn't just come down and magically take that from me. What he said was you are enough. Mm. So and I'm going to send people to you to make it happen and shift you. I That's really that. what it was. And yeah.
0: So when you started going through this dark phase and you really saw yourself with suicidal ideation mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. you mentioned diet and exercise helped mm-hmm. you get through this. What mm-hmm. did that look like for you? Because for me, like I love me some buffalo wings. Yeah. Like, right. You slap a plate of wings in front of me. I'm happy for a good ten minutes until they're gone. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how. Did that how did that even become a thing for you like yeah. when were you like maybe my diet is affecting why I'm yeah. feeling this groggy, nasty right. feeling inside of me? I think that's a great great question and I want all the listeners out out there to know that there's
1: amazing amazing modalities out there traditional to more alternative integrative care that can really help you mm. there's no reason that you can't heal and first off you all. Need to know you are enough. It's really finding the right stuff. And for me, when you get to that do or die moment, you research everything, Trevor. I mean, I was I was googling, I was connecting with the people. I mean, I was like a bat out of a H-E-W hockey stick, and like <laughs> I gotta figure, I, got, I gotta figure this out. Yeah. And why the reason why I looked at diet and exercise? Is because go figure. And again, just side note, everybody, it doesn't mean it doesn't work for some people, but the mainstream medication, antidepressants, quote counseling was not doing it for me. And I'm mm. like, there's got to be something more because I if I believe the Bible is true. Yeah, God did not give me a spirit of timidity, but He gave me a, a spirit of power, of love, and of self self discipline and sound mind. That's second. Mm. Believe. So I, I dug very hard beyond traditional care because it wasn't helping me. Mm. And what I found is research on certain foods that actually do enhance depression, sure. do enhance anxiety. For me, for instance, I don't handle gluten well, You oh, know, wow. so I found out ways to tweak that. I looked at certain forms of exercise. I'm a runner, but when I was going through severe depression, yoga, meditation, certain other movements were better at optimizing the endorphins mm. and putting on the happy pills. So you figure out... Depending and what type of mental wellness journey you're taking. Also, I found other things beyond just, quote, talk therapy. And what I mean by that is body work. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things we hold in that are past traumas that are also feeding the depression. So body work, there is work for spiritually, emotional, different protocols for actually moving out those emotions. And finally, there's a lot of counselors, I even do it as a coach, that use other things beyond, again, talk therapy, such as EMDR, cognitive remapping, in um, you know, neurofascial process release. So there's a lot of different things out there that can quote shake the brain, the gut, the soul loose to open up into a new space and grow and adapt with neuroplasticity of the brain because it can mm-hmm. if we feed it new information, but we need to give it in, give it new tools beyond just talk therapy. We need to give it tools beyond just calories in in with food. We need to give it beyond just, I'm going to go for a run. Depending on the person, you may need specific food, specific diet, and a specific type of counseling to shake things loose. I do a certain type of body work on many of my mental wellness clients that works profound in shifting out a lot of the old traumas along with some of the other modalities we use to enhance overall wellness and adversity resistance is what I call it, and stress tolerance, which is a beautiful thing. So there's a lot out there, people. There is so much, and all you have to do is get with a practitioner to assess where you're at and get the tools you need on all those levels. And I'm telling you, you can see bit by bit your brain change because it will change the way you want it to change. You've got to give it a different stimulus to get it to rise. It's the most adaptable organ Trevor, in the Mm. whole human body, it has a hundred billion neuronal connections and a hundred thousand blood vessels. Think about that. Your quad has like an eighth of that. Okay, so if you can go and do squats and maximize your quads muscle to get stronger and increase muscle mass, how can you not? Maximize this brain muscle to Mm. look, see things differently. The information's out there, everyone. The modalities are out there, but sometimes God is not going to just drop it on you like it's hot and miraculously (laughs) give you a new brain. I'm not saying side note, I don't believe miracles. I actually do. That can happen immediately. But many times the miracles, God's like, yes, I have you, you're enough, but I'm going to send you people places, information, things on the internet, whatever for you to filter and bring into your world to heal your brain, because that's what he wants for you. He he wants to give you a sound mind. He doesn't want you to suffer. He wants you to flourish. He's trying to get you to get it. And he's going to give you the proper tools, the proper people, if you're willing to humbly take it in Trevor. And that's what I had to learn. I had to dig deep and go beyond pray it away because it wasn't going away.
0: (laughs) Come on. And when it comes to finding the correct practitioner to work with, what would someone expect when they go in for that evaluation with a practitioner?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So here's the deal. You know, I, I'm a big believer in traditional and integrative functionalist, and holistic practitioners working together. So often, a lot of people I always say it's good to go into your general practitioner, your primary care, and get basic blood work and get basic testing to make sure there's not something in your system that's causing some other major issues to the brain, whether it be a disease, whether it be um, an autoimmune, an infection going on. So it's really important yes. to clear out the physical things, like big physical. Things. So I'm a big believer in getting your general practitioner involved from there. They often can refer you then to other, what I call alternative care practitioners. If all that's the clear, let's say everything is kind of negative. Like you're kind of good to go. They can then refer you over to other practitioners. that can dive a little bit deeper into your mental wellness. Those can be psychiatrists, psycho psychologists. I would encourage people to go to holistic integrative psychologists or psychiatrists, because they will look at all parts of you, not just the brain, but again, what I was mentioning, your food, your exercise, other things beyond, beyond talk therapy. And if they can't do it, they can refer you out accordingly because that's kind of their expertise. Mm. Um, but I'm a big believer that once the traditional testing is done and big red flags are kind of cleared out, we then need to go right away into a mental wellness expert, preferably a holistic practitioner, because then they have avenues to nutritionists, to other counselors that maybe do deeper things beyond talk therapy that often you will need to shake things loose. So starting with a general practitioner, going into more of a mental wellness expert, preferably a holistic integrative practitioner that can then do their job and then re- have you reach out accordingly. Cause it can get really overwhelming Trevor yeah. to Google separate practitioners. And yeah. well, the food, the, the exercise, well, like, where do I start? You don't have to start with all those start with a general practitioner, move it into an integrative psychiatrist or psychologist and they can then be your tool because that's what, I mean, I have so many contacts I refer out accordingly if I think they need a little bit more help in nutrition other than what I even do with them, Trevor. So sure. when you get that evaluation, it's a big deal. And also with traditional um, care and psychiatrists, they can rule and rule out major mental wellness issues such as bipolar, schizophrenia. So if we do need to get medication involved along with change in food and community and all these other things, that's really important. So, you know, no matter where you're at on that mental wellness you know you know umbrella I guess you could say we do want to make sure you're you're getting comprehensive in all areas and it starts with a practitioner that refers you to more of an integrative holistic psychiatrist psychologist that can then do the magic for you and refer you out accordingly where they can or cannot support you and that it can be literally that easy so it's not so overwhelming I work with them all the time I work with Mental wellness all the time, and we make it very simple for people to really get themselves on the right track and actually do it very quickly, Trevor. We think it has to take years. It does not have to take years. Okay, I'm all about leveraging, I'm all about doing bang for your buck, and we can transcend your mind to a great space of enlightenment, of progressiveness, of moving in an inspiring way beyond just surviving very quickly. You just got to get the right tools and the right practitioner.
0: Sure. And I went to my primary care physician earlier this year before we started tour and I was like, okay, last tour, I was exhausted the whole time. And I was, I wake up in the morning and I'll be nauseous for no reason and just feel like I need to gag or, puke or something like it was just a nasty nasty thing that I would happen every single morning so I went to my primary care physician because I was lacking in energy as well and they were able to tie it down to I uh, not only was hypothyroidism causing that but it was also causing panic attacks mm, so yeah. hypothyroidism like i'm still studying in on it so trying to figure out mm-hmm. like what the best things are to do with it but that's a great example as to like why maybe even if you don't see like an under like a condition that you're struggling mm-hmm. with right now like that could be something you want to look into and maybe it'll save you some heartache in the future
1: A hundred percent. And remember when you go to general practitioner, when I say blood work, they're looking at thyroid levels. They Mm. should be They should be looking at adrenal cortisol levels. If If they're doing a job exactly and, and that's where again if people want to reach out to me I, and they often do like what is the basic i need to go into and ask for for blood work because you're right you know some physical things like hypothyroidism or all the stress go figure that we've been out this year we're dropping so much cortisol in the system mm. is creating huge inflammation in the body including in the brain which is feeding into depression so some of it can be more physical that's bring on the mental or it can be mental where a lot of people that are being triggered this year old fears old tr- old traumas old losses are being triggered this year because of what's going on we're we're wondering what our truth is what we believe what what we're we're fearing what we're not that in itself can create mental wellness issues but at the end of the day physical can actually feed into it too right Mm. physical affects mental and mental affects physical that's why you start with a general practitioner make sure we're not missing any quote physical things that we can tweak with supplements adrenals for cortisol levels number one thing there sleep baby sleep over any supplements, so there's a lot of things that I give people that are free to help regulate themselves. That are food related, sleep related, meditative related. Once we know what your levels are, and then we hit hard the other parts. What what trauma is being triggered right now in 2020? Not just what currently is going on. What do you feel about wellness? What about the virus? What about equality? What about your job? But also, what this virus is doing is bringing out old losses. Because guess what? Sure. I look at a virus, physically, emotional, spiritual, all that stuff. So I know all about this little virus and by the way it's this tiny we don't have anything to worry about because Uh, we can uh, and rise up against uh, it in so many ways people don't believe that but talk with me we can as a nation but Mm. remember this is going after the lung so this virus um, vibrates at 5.5 hertz it's it's like nothing
0: love by the by the way vibrates at like 250 250 hertz and while you're talking about covid can you give us what you know like a lot of people know nothing about it (laughs) yeah yeah you know so Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But this
1: virus is um, also spiritually going after the lungs and the lungs are all about grief mourning and loss so Mm -hmm. you may be feeling lost from truly a physical job you've lost or maybe you've had some physical illness you actually got the virus but it's also bringing up old losses you've had because it's going after the lung the lung spiritually is about loss and people are like gosh i'm thinking about my dad i lost several years ago i don't know why i'm thinking about old losses of jobs i've had and it's making me sad i don't know why it's the virus is symbolically reaping loss. You know, I don't think Mm. that's by accident. God wants us to kind of, you know, clear out the old losses in many ways. So from a physical perspective of this virus, you got to realize, you know, all viruses, all bacteria vibrate at very low frequencies because they're quote negative energies, right? So what we're trying to do from food, from exercise, from mindset, from things we say to ourselves, to the acts that we do of service, such as love and giving and serving, we want to vibrate at a very high level because it's a way of boosting our immunity. Because if we're vibrating at a higher level, don't you think we're going to kick the butt of something that's vibrating at a lower level? It's just like if you're thinking positively, consistently doing that every day you're going to kick out the negative mindset right sure. so when you do that your whole body is vibrating at a higher frequency when you eat higher vibrating food organic food colorful food versus candy and ho-hos that has a lot of sugar in it that create inflammation in the body do you think that's going to create it low energy or high energy right yeah. so you got to attack this virus from a physical exercise diet perspective you got to attack it from what can i do that Free of charge that will resonate me at a higher frequency, love, giving, serving, all are at 250 hertz or more. I mean, mm. think about that. Okay. So, all these things, a plan of attack to boost your immunity. So, I always tell people at the end of the day, we don't need, we're focusing on the wrong thing, Trevor. We're focusing on this fear. Are we going to get better yet? Let's optimize our shield and our sword, our defense systems. Our human body has been shown Mm -hmm. to rise to bacteria and viruses since the beginning of time. Okay. Are there people that will struggle more than others? A hundred percent. Are there people that unfortunately pass from bacteria, viruses, pandemics, has has it happened in the past? A hundred percent, but there's ways that we can as a community individually to optimize our immunity so we can decrease the fear of getting it. But if we do, because our body's going, I'm ready, I'm eating well, I'm exercising well, I'm, I'm mindset in a positive state of being, I'm giving, serving and loving, which vibrates way higher than a low vibrating virus. Therefore, my immune system is being boosted. And therefore, if I get it, I'm going to be able to rise more quickly than I ever could before because I put good things in my system to make that happen. So that's what I would say really about the virus. I mean, I'll be honest, Trevor. I mean, while I'm on here, I mean, there's a lot of mixed statistics. I'm going to be honest with you. and, And people don't know where to go. Is this true? Is the CDC giving true statistics? Is the WHO, you know, World Health Organization giving true statistics? I mean, people are getting really focused on that. And I'm like, you guys, step back because there is some untruth around some of this. So media, unfortunately, we do have some untruths. So we have some truth. So I can go into the truths, the facts that we are seeing because I filtered through the noise and found good sources. Mm. But more importantly, for people that are out there every day getting online and getting fed a lot of fear-based and half of it being untruth, where I say is check yourself before you wreck yourself, Trevor. And, yeah. and know, okay, it's a virus. We've had viruses in the past. What can I do to make my body be able to rise if I get it? And it also rise and make me less likely to get it. I can control that. Mm. I can't control the stats out there or if this is true or not, but I can control my health, my ability to rise during something like this because it's done it in the past. Mm. And it is true. This virus is more highly contagious. That is true. But they've even come out with new research that half the people that they were saying were dying from COVID, now they're saying most of it was from other comorbidities they had. It wasn't even the COVID. It was like so now the numbers-
0: 6% of the original number is the actual number of deaths.
1: So go figure. More and more information is coming out. So this is what I mean. We've wasted so much energy and time on fear of dying. And also, let me tell you, I've lost family members. So this is not trying to be insensitive, Trevor, to loss. You know, losing someone, no matter who they are, is hard in the process. But what I'm trying to get people to understand is we've unfortunately taken this out of proportion and created this fear-based mentality that takes the power out of our hands. Mm -hmm. And the stats now are coming back to really acknowledge what I just said, that 9,500 people looks like are have actually died from the true virus Mm. versus the 160,000 that we thought has happened. And yeah, that's a great statistic, and thank the Lord Jesus, but at the same time, I'm like... Really what we need to look at more importantly and what we should be looking at this whole time is, okay, something is here. I don't want to get it, but I know my body has fought well in the past with other bad things. What can I do to optimize it? So if we take the focus off the stats that we're not even sure are true or not, to be quite frank, and move it toward what we can control, diet, and everybody, by the way, it's individual on how to optimize your diet, exercise, meditation, everything, because every person's physiology is a little bit different but i've given a lot of free things on social media that are truly free Mm. or very cheap like foods colorful foods certain foods that that are antioxidants that help boost immunity i've given free advice on social media about sleep sleep is number one in boosting immunity none of us sleep a lot of people yeah you know a lot of people have a lot of problems with sleep right now with stress well i teach a lot of meditative techniques to help calm your system down so you can sleep Giving and serving, honey. If you lost your job, go and give. It boosts mm. your immunity. At least you're not gonna get sick. So does that make sense? So my my thought is yes. Can we go into the ins and outs, which I'm a science nerd and I love studying things like this because to me, I feel I have the total ammo to knock this thing in the butt. I couldn't tell. But what I, I I want people to get it. They have it too. Our body was meant to rise. You just need to get involved with the right practitioner to give you the right tools to boost your immunity. So if you get it, God forbid you get it, Trevor, you know what? I got chicken pox too. Yeah. You know, I, I got a, a really bad cold last year where I was vomiting and throwing up for two or three days. And that's, what's happening with somebody and they move it forward. So this is the same. Like that's the other thing I teach people. Like if, if you get it, okay, well, what's the worst case scenario? You're going to be a little sick for a while. Mm. You, that's okay. It's your body's get, giving it an opportunity to rise. We want the immune system to work. It's just like every other system in the body. You want your gut to work because it's going to. You're going to inhale crap, eat crap that's not good for you. Yeah. But we want the the gut to work and work during hard times and not so hard times. Right. So. That's where I focus with this virus. Can I give you a bunch of science on, the, like I said, the the frequency of it, where it resonates, what kills it off? Yes. But more importantly, I really want people to be empowered more importantly with things they can control. Mm -hmm. And you can control a lot of your immunity, each and every one of us, very cheaply or free, and make you have a lot of confidence and take out that fear and say, I've seen your face before a virus and my body is ready. Mm. And I really believe each of us have that. Getting involved with the right practitioner to create the best optimal immunity for you is the best way to go. But think about that: this tiny little stupid dinky virus vibrates at five hertz, and love vibrates at two hundred fifty hertz. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to win that battle? Love, <laughs> R- right? I mean, and again, it, it literally is that simple. I I literally just got done traveling in August; majority of August, planes, trains, and automobiles. Okay. From Virginia beach to Montana. I didn't get sick. I was in airports. I was in train. Listen, I did the right precautions as a practitioner, washing hands, certain things that you do. I I optimize my immunity with exercise supplements, diet meditation. And you know what? Let the chips fall where they may. And Mm -hmm. I was fine. Okay. And a lot of people are like, well, gosh, Jen, I have immune suppression. I have certain things going on that I don't have as good immunity as you. I'm like, that's okay. So there are certain precautions I give to certain people that are a little bit more restrictive than me. If there are things they're bringing to the table, but that doesn't mean you have to live in fear. There's a yeah. lot of things you can still do. My mom had cancer this year she still has traveled across mm. the United States because she did it, different things to optimize her immunity. And of course I was there to help her out with that. And she was confident in that. Sure. She's like, Jennifer, I'm not going to live, you know, unconnected from people. I'm going to rise where I can be smart, where I can respect, how to you know support myself and support others and in, and in, in move it forward, and that's what we need to do with this virus. And that's really really important because when we don't, guess what, it feeds into exactly what we're talking about, Trevor, mental wellness. Mm-hmm. When you're constantly, chronically in fear of anything in your life, let alone a virus that it may quote kill you. I mean, think about do you think that you're going to resonate at a high level anything in your life that day? Do you think you're going to feel good mentally if you're constantly in fear? Of getting something? Heck, think about that. Or if you're in constant fear of losing your job, this is where, whether someone comes to me with mental wellness issues, whether someone comes to me like, I'm afraid I'm gonna lose my job, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. Fear resonates at a low level along with that lovely little virus. Okay, Mm. we have to flip it, and how we do it is different for everyone. And we want to create mental wellness that makes you a mental giant so you can flip the bird so to speak at the virus and everything it represents symbolically as well as physically. Yeah. And you hundred percent can do it every day of the week and twice on Sunday. And I believe that for each and every one of us, you've got to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to do the work. And
0: on the nutritional side of things with Like I find it, and you know just as well as I do, when you are driving down the road, you see McDonald's, Taco Bell, Mm -hmm. Burger King, all these cheap options for cheap food, but you don't Mm -hmm. see a lot of healthy options. If somebody's out there and they don't really have time to meal prep and do all of that good stuff, what options do they have? And also some people just simply can't afford to buy all organic foods um, which is a whole lot better for you so to speak Mm -hmm. but it's just not available to them I feel like the system's almost against the resources for people that would like to eat healthier and if you look in other countries Mm -hmm. they have healthier ingredients than we do in the United States and Doritos and Cheerios like uh, yogurts. it doesn't matter what it is like they're Mm -hmm. held to a higher standard why do you think that is and where can people start with trying to get a little bit healthier today.
1: Absolutely. Well, there are several points there that I'd like to address because I've been asked that many times before. So as far as, quote, fast food, there are healthier fast foods. I will say that. you know um, Things like kudobas. there's people that use fresher salads, fresher varieties, that type of thing. Um, And I just named one of them, even um, Chick-fil-A and stuff like that has some different salad options. I'm not saying it's organic, but there are different healthier options at some of these fast food places you're talking about, and also fast food places that have are healthier in general so first and foremost and it's no more expensive than what you're you, what you're actually paying you know for a hamburger at that place. Sure. It, it, by the way, and I will actually Trevor in a very loving way challenge you on that. I think most fast foods I went through a fast food when I was traveling at one point and I never eat fast food. I couldn't believe how expensive fries and a shake were. I was like, <laughs> are you kidding? What? So I will, I will argue that fast food has become exceptionally expensive. If anything, people use it. What you just said, I don't, I don't have time to meal prep and more for convenience. convenience. Yeah. So what I will say is, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself.
0: Yeah. It,
1: more out of convenience versus finances. We have to look at healthier places to quote eat fast foods, which there are definitely ones out there and we can give a list at the end here of the podcast, mm. but two, going to the grocery store, whenever your day is Sunday night, Monday night, I don't care. You do not. And I read a side note. Our food is not the quality that other places are for a variety of reasons. And the GMOs we use, and that can be a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. However, comma outside perimeter of the store, organic or not, is still much healthier than inside perimeter. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is packaged food, canned food has a lot more dyes and preserves and all this other stuff in addition to things that are just in non-organic food. So I tell a lot of my clients, if you stay out on the outside perimeter of the store with your meats, fruits, vegetables, and keep majority of the things you buy, not only will it be still healthier than the inside perimeter, but guess what? It's no more expensive. I actually did a test with a friend of mine. We just actually did it that she bought all packaged food mm. and just you know for a week, yeah. and I bought all um, non-packaged on the outside of the perimeter just for a week, and we went through the grocery line. Uh, I actually came out a little bit cheaper, like ten bucks cheaper. Not kidding you. So, and no, it wasn't organic, but I went around and looked for deals on mm. apples. And you know what I'm saying? Like there's always deals on something in the store, and I came out a little bit ahead of her. Mm. So I'm going to knock that whole idea. I'm not saying organics, not more expensive, but I'm not the idea that quote healthier food is is more expensive. It is not not compared to packaged food Doritos, there's like a quarter in the actual bag and people are paying like four or five bucks for Doritos. So when I see them go through, I'm like, actually, that's not true. Mm. You know, fast food, packaged food is going up now. That used to not be the case, but anymore it's definitely downgrading. So for me, I try to get more people to pick a day of the week, since it's more about convenience, to go in the outside printer store and just get that something that's at least cheaper and then prep at least one night a week of something really basic, whether it be a sandwich you know, that's with real me, not some package sandwich. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's ways of getting around that. Financially, I will argue that that's not the case. As far as convenience, if you do want to once in a while go to fast food, there are fast foods that are healthier and have healthier options. So if you have to do it, at least draw toward the healthier option because it's not going to be any more expensive than to get the hamburger and ho-ho. Uh,
0: do you know what I mean? Yes. So, that's, so that's what I'd can say. Can you explain the inside perimeter of the store compared to the outside perimeter just for the listeners?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So outside perimeter, is basically things that are like in the freezer section in the fresh produce section um in the you know the seafood section where where things basically are fresh like literally you can touch them or they're fresh frozen Mm. does that make sense so they're packaged they're right in front of you um or you go to the deli and they, they they slice up the meat right there right so they're fresh Packaged, as in there, someone just packages them up, or fresh frozen, like mm. frozen vegetables. Okay, sure. packaged is majority of the store, which are like canned vegetables, spaghetti, pastas, um, for TV dinners, Doritos, um, candy bars, for, you know protein bars, like everything that Lily really is wrapped up in a bag, yeah. so to speak. And those are the things that have the added beyond just normal food, have the added preservatives, have the added colors. I mean, if you look at uh, the you know, back of like you know, I will just say like a broccoli, canned broccoli. Oh my like, gosh, it's disgusting what's in it. I remember I had canned broccoli one of a friend of mine, and I was just so repulsed. I'm like, this is broccoli, but when people get used to it, that's all they know, right? But it's it's very expensive. Again, if you stay on the inside perimeter, you'll notice it's very very expensive. Oh. So just just try to stay out of the aisles. The inside aisles is is kind of the the point of all of that. But anything that is basically kind of refrigerator out in the open, you can touch it fresh frozen again, fruits and vegetables in the produce section in the deli section, in the meat, in the deli section, fresh frozen vegetables, you know, that type of thing, that everything that's kind of in the refrigerator type of thing, is it appropriate as far as being on the outside perimeter? The inside is everything that's canned, packaged, wrapped, you know, that you could probably have your, your, your shelf till rapture (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. To be quite frank,
1: you know what I mean. Like, it's not a good thing that you can eat a, a canned soup a year from now. Yeah. Now, I I have canned soup, but that is for the apocalypse. By the way, <laughs> I, I I I leave that for Armageddon. Although I don't plan to be here for Armageddon, yeah. but that's another story. But the apocalypse, I do have canned food that is there for the last resort. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that you don't have that kind of like you know. I used to live in areas where there were like tor- like tornadoes mm. and in hurricanes, and you'd have no electricity, so you'd do a lot of canned stuff so you always have that as a backup as a safety mm-hmm. but I'm just saying for your day in day out it is no more expensive if you do you just I'm not saying organic but just look at the deal stay on the outside perimeter and if you have to go to the, the fast food because you have the kids you're coming back from a game game choose a healthier option on that list sure. and if you have problems choosing a healthier option that's when a coach gets involved yeah. like why are you having that problem with control and that's okay I honor that mm-hmm. I honor where people are at that but remember too healthier food healthier mind. The gut brain axis is real. When you feed your gut better food, the integrity of the gut goes up and all those beautiful happy pills that guess what are developed in the gut and stored in the gut, serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, all these feel good pills. Okay. All these feel good hormones. When you have a healthier gut, get optimizing the gut. Do Mm -hmm. you not think that's going to affect your quote mental health? Because there's a huge neuronal connection between the gut and the brain. They're constantly talking to each other. Mm. If your gut's ha- happier, your brain's happier. Yes. Your brain's
0: happier. Your gut is happier. And it does start with thy food is thy medicine. Wow. Now, one of the last things I'd like to talk with you on, I have a little proposition for you. Are you down for a little game real quick?
1: I love games. <laughs> yes, of course. Awesome. I'm for it.
0: So I just made this one up just now. Is called Keep Two and Kick Two. What are two things that people consume daily that they need to keep and what are two that they need to kick? Meaning coffee, fast food, apples, oranges, uh, alcohol, whatever. Um, What are two things that everybody needs to consume daily and what are two things they need to kick daily?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to start with the two things you need to kick because I'm a big believer it doesn't matter how much good stuff you put into your body. If you're feeding your body a lot of toxicity, it does not absorb things. Well, mm. just FYI. So I really want people to get that. That's why you hear nutritionists do a lot of detoxes and cleanses, right? Okay. So depending on what you're trying to detox cleanse, you've got to make a healthy gut. So it can absorb well, the healthy stuff, the healthy stuff, supplements to sell healthy food. So the two major things I would a hundred percent, or actually I needed to say three, three that I would a hundred percent take out or modify a little bit, especially right now, which will affect not only gut health, but also your mental health, alcohol. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys, I know this is a hard one. Okay. Whether you, you, you got to have a come to Jesus, whether you have to you know, minimize it, or it's gotten out of control and you need to take it completely out. It is very toxic to the gut. It, it requires a lot more breaking down with liver and in the rest of the gut in general, it creates a chronic inflammation in the body and the gut in general, and it can't process other things well, including good food. So everybody has to have a come to Jesus. Like how much are you taking in? Are you taking in too much? Do you need to modify or eliminate completely? So alcohol is the number one. We got to take that out. It's not going to only create gut integrity, but optimize your mental health. There's huge links. Remember, alcohol is a depressant.
0: It is. <laughs> this is a
1: no, yes, you know, this, this is a no-brainer, you guys, and, and I mean that very lovingly. I'm not trying to be condescending, but come on, it's, it's a depressant. Okay, sure. so if you think you're drinking excessive alcohol and you're having depression issues, do you think that's a good thing? Mm. Now, again, people that are have an addiction to it, that that's where coaching intervention. So when I say this, you know, humbly, we need to ask for help and support if we need help to extract it. Right. The second is processed sugar. You got to get the candy, the ho-hos, whatever your thing is of choice out of the cupboard, the pantry. Because if you don't have it out of the pantry, when you're feeling stressed, your blood sugar drops. And guess what you're going to reach for? You're not going to reach for the broccoli. You're going to reach for the candy in your pantry. Okay. Mm. And guess what sugar, processed sugar does? It's also like alcohol. It drops like gas to a fire. It feeds it very, very, very quickly. Okay. So processed sugar, table sugar candy, sweets, anything Let's package that has a lot of sugar in it. A lot of sauces have it. A lot of TV dinners, like anything with extra sugar in it, processed sugar, table sugar, you got to take it out or minimize. Again, like alcohol, you can go and withdraw. If you eat a lot of sugar, just be honest with yourself. And that's where intervention with support of a health coach, a wellness coach like me, or nutritionist to help you downgrade and detox and create accountability to make it an easier process. Okay. Third, The biggest one that, that's probably the hidden one that people don't think about, Trevor, is gluten. Okay. A lot of people kind of roll their eyes like, yeah, I hear it be gluten-free, but because what you said earlier that our food is crap. Okay. The way we process it, that's a whole nother probably podcast, but gluten in particular, the way we process it here, because it's all about money, it's cheaper to make it the way we make it. And it's GMO galore. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the properties of the wheat are not there anymore. And it, we all Americans, if they don't have a mild to a severe allergy, I'd be surprised because it's very hard for a body to break down these GMOs. So each of us have a mild to severe reaction. It can be anything from mild bloating, gut issues to actually mental wellness issues. Mine was not gut pain. Guess what mine was? I felt anxious. I felt outside body. I couldn't concentrate. I felt kind of crazy. That's what gluten did to me okay so gluten sensitivity can come out and manifest physically or mentally but if you can take out gluten there's plenty of other replacements like quinoa like brown rice like ancient grains that are not wheat flour based And i'm saying that's the hidden silent killer alcohol in the you know the processed sugar the table sugar a lot of people like yeah i get that you know i get what that means the gluten is the silent killer and if you get that one in there i think you can really dial in and decrease inflammation in the body so guess what we can do the next step that you just Ask what are the things we should put into our diet right now with the high stress that we're all under and the cortisol that's being dropped in the system we really want to give our body anti-inflammatory and antioxidant foods okay those include every that green leafy vegetables berries any type of berry is great if we're doing meat products you want to keep it more fish based. Okay. Guess what fish has in it. It has a lot of those omegas that are great for heart health, gut health, and brain health. So that's what I would start with, with what you put then in your diet is antioxidant food, such as green leafy vegetables and berries is a great place to start. The fish oils, the omega threes, like the fish, you know, that I'm talking about salmon is a great source of that. That's a beautiful place to start. As far as my top two, they're anti-inflammatory, antioxidant and support the brain, the gut, the heart with fish
0: products, green leafy vegetables, and berries. It's a great, great place to start wow so much knowledge and so much more is available on instagram at jennifer watson leadership you can find her link tree there and get connected with her directly through the app jennifer thank you so much for joining us here today it's been such an honor and i'm sure we'll have you back there's just so many topics that we didn't have time to cover today so i'm looking forward to having you back and thank you so much for taking the time out to join us today
1: Thank you so much for having me, Trevor. It's been a true honor and I am definitely here to support any of your listeners. They can always DM me at Jennifer Watson Leadership if they have any additional questions because I know things come up. So always here to serve your tribe, Trevor. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.